Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy. Morning, everyone, and a happy new year to all of you. Man, can you believe it? We are in a new year. This is a brand new day, a brand new season ahead. And from all of us here in Axe Church, we wish you nothing but God's very best for this new year. You know, it's my privilege today to, you know, share with you God's word for us, even as we start, you know, the first service of this new year. And it's so important for us to hear from God and to be guided by his wisdom, his principles, and just, you know, his prophetic word for us, you know, as individuals and as a church. And I thought that it would be really awesome that in this first Sunday service of the brand new year uh, to start us with by sharing with us the theme for this year. For some of you who have been worshiping with us for a while now, uh, you would know that God gives our church globally uh, a theme every year from His Word. And for the last couple of years, the theme has been, you know, rooted in the book of Daniel. And this is the direction that, you know, the senior leadership, uh, globally speaking, uh, have felt that God is wanting to lead us, you know, using the book of Daniel as a compass to guide us and lead us as a church, as a community of faith uh, for the next, I don't know, possibly next 10 years. And you might be asking, why the book of Daniel? Well, the book of Daniel, in short, is this powerful, you know, a story about God's people uh, being outnumbered in a pluralistic society that was against God and, and against the ways of God. And not only did his people, led by Daniel and, you know, his three other friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and in a while we're going to learn a little bit more about them, uh, but they stood firm in their faith and not only did they not compromise but the Lord was exalted in their midst and the society around them that was initially pluralistic and far away from God uh, drew near to him. And so, you know, if you are wondering, wow, are you sure that's the book of Daniel? Or are you talking about our modern day society? This is why the word of God is the truth. It is timeless and it speaks to the human condition. So that's why we really believe that as a church, you know, that is where we want to be drawing our inspiration and direction from God. And, you know, just to give us a short recap, we've been doing uh, this as in like being rooted in the book of Daniel for our theme uh, for the last couple of years, starting all the way back to 2020. Wow, can you imagine 2020? And, and every year we've been taking, uh, you know, a theme from one of the chapter. So in 2020, we took the theme purpose from Daniel chapter 1 because in Daniel chapter 1 verse 8, Daniel said that he purposed in his heart not to compromise, not to defile himself with the with the food from the king's delicacies. And, and, and you know, that year 2020 was a real reminder by God uh, that what is the purpose of us as Christians, as believers, even as a church. And what a year it was for that Theme to come through. Of course, we all know 2020 was a year of great shaking. In fact, we are still 
feeling the quakes of it even right now in this brand new year. Uh, but it was definitely a year where we got to reflect and not only reflect, but live out our purpose as God's people. And I'm so proud of you, church, for, you know, living out your faith in 2020. And uh, by the grace of God, as a church, even we continue to glorify God, even we are not able to meet in person, but we continue to meet. We continue to make a difference. We continue to be a blessing uh, throughout 2020. Then 2021, you know, just last year, or for some of us, just a few days ago, <laughs> you know, 2021, the theme was prophesy. And we got that from Daniel chapter 2, uh, where Daniel, being gifted by the law, began to interpret the dreams of King Nebuchadnezzar and, and prophesied into the future of the kingdom. And, you know, what a, what a timely word, even as 2021 was a time when, you know, we were slowly allowed to regather and businesses were allowed to reopen and yet there was so much uncertainty in the air but the Lord told us to prophesy let us be God's people who will not just you know repeat what is being spoken by the noise around us but we will disrupt it by prophesying declaring the word and promises of God and that brings us to this year 2022 and so if you're excited to know what the theme is this year that will also be the title of my message today so if you're taking down notes write this down the theme for 2022 and the title for today's message is our god is able our god is able amen why don't you shout that out to a neighbor that maybe you're watching or worshiping together with and just say our god is able amen able to do what able to heal able to provide able to set us free able to save us, able to speak to us, able to guide us. Our God is able. Amen. And to give us some context into that, let's read Daniel chapter 3 together. Uh, we're going to read more than just the verses where uh, not our God is able is derived from, which is Daniel chapter 3 verse 17. We're going to read a little bit more so that you know the full context of, of, of where this statement of faith came from. And I hope that you'll be, you know, even encouraged by the reading of God's word. Amen. Uh, if you have your Bible, why don't you turn with me to Daniel chapter 3, and we're going to read from verse 14, that's right, a few verses before that, and all the way to verse 29, a big chunk after that. But I pray that you will be blessed. Amen. Daniel 3, chapter, uh, sorry, Daniel chapter 3, verse 14 to verse 29. If you're there, can I hear a good amen? Amen. Praise God. Let's go. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these are Daniel's three other friends that were with him in Babylon, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in a symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, Good, but if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into a midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Woo, sassy. If that is the case, our God who we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. 
Amen. Our God is able, but not just that. And he will deliver us from your hand. Wow. O king, but if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. That these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments and were cast into the midst, the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because of the king's command was so urgent, the furnace will became exceedingly hot. The flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And he rose in haste and said to his counselors, Did we not cast Three men bound into the midst of the fire. They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire. They are not hurt. And, and the form of the fourth is, is like the son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fire furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire, and the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together. And they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their beard was not even singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of fire was not on them. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted him. And they, have and they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut to pieces and their houses will be made an ash heap because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Wow. Amen. God bless the reading of his word. Praise God. It's always good to read God's word, isn't it? You know, I just wanted to give us the full context because, you know, our God is able. It's, it's not just, you know, just a, a happy saying. Uh, it, it's a saying that was tested through the fire. And so we want to, we want to, you know, uh, really unpack God's theme for us as a community, as individuals this year. I don't know about you, but I can definitely see that, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're still feeling the effects of 2020 and things are still, you know, to a certain extent, uncertain. And I feel that all the themes that God has given us over the last few years is not just for that year only, but it's to build upon that. Even in 2022, let us still not forget our purpose. And even in 2022, let us not forget 
to prophesy. But even as we're prophesying, even as we're doing our best to live out God's purposes for us, God is adding on to, you know, this command by reminding us the attitude in which we should be looking at this new year. And that attitude is our God is able. Our God is able. You know, tell your neighbor that our God is able able. Speak that to whatever situation or problem or uncertainty or worry that could already be preoccupying your mind right now. Maybe for some of us, we're already thinking of the future and maybe you're already getting a little bit blue, you know, just the very thought that this holiday season is coming to an end and work has to restart, studies have to restart, maybe exams are around the corner. My friends, I want you to speak to every single one of your fears and concerns and issues that our God is able, amen, able to save. And it's not just a saying because we just read that God supernaturally stepped into. God didn't just deliver them out of a problem. He stepped into the problem. Wow, maybe this is encouragement for some of us here. You know, maybe you're thinking, wow, I've got so much issues in my life. Well, rejoice. Our God is the God who steps into the fire to be in our midst. Amen. You know, so this morning to help us unpack this, I really just have two points for us. I know it's a departure from my usual three points, uh, but I thought that because of the new year, I'm going to start us off a little bit easier. So I really got two points for us uh, that will help us, I hope, you know, uh, make the most out of this theme and, and let this be, you know, uh, um, the way uh, we begin to think and process all the other things that will come our way for the rest of this year. So even as I just read all that scripture, my two points for you this morning, the first point is this, be full of faith. Be full of faith. What does our God is able mean? It is a statement of faith, but it's not just a statement. This was something that they believe wholeheartedly. Friends, do you believe this? Do you believe this? You know, as you start the year, are you starting with a full tummy? Are you starting with, you know, a full night's rest? Or are you starting with full faith? I encourage you, you know, start the year having full of faith. Faith in what? Faith in a God who is able and more than able to meet every need, heal every disease, and, and fight every battle. Amen. Our God is able. And not just our God is able. In verse 17 of Daniel chapter 3, it says that, that our God is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will. That's why it means to be full of faith. You know, faith is, is, is not just something or someone that we believe in. It is, the Bible says, it is an attitude. In Hebrews Chapter 11, verse 1, you know, faith is, is explained that it is, is the confidence of, of, the, of things unseen. It is, it is you no know, uh, uh, confidence uh, in what we hope for and assurance of things not seen. And this is so powerful because faith reminds us that it's an attitude. You know, it is an outlook. 
It is about having hope. It is about being sure. It is about being positive. Amen. And, and so this year, I want to encourage you that God is reminding us, hey, Christians, don't just be Christian in name only. We are people who believe in the risen God. We are people who believe that death has lost its victory. We are people who believe that the God who saved us from our sins will be coming back to save us again. We are people of faith. We are people of optimism. So don't let what is happening around you rob you of your faith. Instead, this year, remind yourself it's time, you know, to be full of faith again. It is time to declare our God is able. And not just that, you know, He will. Because it takes more faith to say He will. When you say God is able, you're just stating a fact of our God's nature and His ability. But when you say He will, you are prophesying His action. And so friends, whatever you are going through in this season, remind yourself, our God is able, able to heal me from my disease, able to heal me from my depression, and He will. Our God is able to deliver me from my anxiety, and He will. Our God is able to help me face, I don't know, a difficult work situation, and He will. Amen? Our God is able to help me get ahead of, of my, my, my studies, my work, my assignments, and He will. Amen. Why are you speaking into this new year, friends? Are you just stating facts or are you stating faith? Oh, that's so good. I'm going to say all my time. Are you just stating facts or are you declaring faith? Amen. And, and, and from the fact that these people spoke this, they spoke this against the king of Babylon, which in ancient times, this was like the, the world superpower, but they spoke against him and say that, you know, king, we don't care about your commandments asking us to compromise. Our God is able and he will. In other words, it is biblical to be put to be so full of faith. It is biblical. You know, this is not just some, you know, happy-go-lucky thinking. No, this is, this is what God commands us. And not only God commands us, He rewards the people who make such declarations of faith. So friends, you know, don't let anyone say that, you know, you're too positive. No, there's no such thing as being too positive. You know, it is biblical to be positive. It is biblical to be optimistic. Amen? You know, will you make my God is able and he will your confession in this new year. Amen. Will you learn to confess that every time you're faced with a problem, don't just go like, I don't know. Say, you know what? Our God is able and he will. And friends, as you begin to declare that, confess that over your work, over your family challenges, over anything that troubles you, friends, that's already the first step towards your breakthrough. Amen? God has healing. God has provision. God has testimonies in store for you this year. Don't walk away from them. Walk to them. And the first step is to be full of faith. Amen? Come on, type in the chat. says that our God is able.
amen, and then somebody echo with, and he will, amen, and we're going to believe with you as a church, you know, we are here as a community to walk with each other through our pain, and in the, the, the journey of walking through the pain, we will cry with you, uh, we, will, we will be your shoulder to cry on, we will encourage you, we will help you to the best of our God-given ability, but we will also uh, confess and agree with you that our God is able and he will. Amen. Let this be your confession this year. Let this be your declaration this year. Print this out. Stick it on your mirror. Shout it out to your life before you start work or studies each day. Let this be your confession of faith. My second point is this. Be faithful. First point, be full of faith. Second point, be faithful. Be faithful. I love that the word of God is, is so realistic. You know, it's not promising us a happy, go lucky, smooth sailing life. In fact, you know, in the face of a fiery furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had a problem. Their life was on the line. Their life was at stake. But even when staring down death in the face, they did not compromise. And they say, our God is able and he will. But you know what was also equally powerful was a statement, you know, that even if, in verse 18 of Daniel chapter 3, it says, but if not, let it be known to you that we will not serve your gods nor worship the gold image you have set up. But if not, some tra translations say, but even if he doesn't, amen. Being faithful is not just about wishing and hoping that, that God will move in a way that, that suits you. Believing that God will move, that's faith. And we should have a lot of it. We should be full of it. But then being faithful is also saying that I believe God will move. But even if he does not, I rest in him. That's what faithfulness is. You know, faithfulness, in, in other words, is saying that, you know what? My faith is pure. It is in Jesus and Jesus alone. I love God. I trust God, not for what he will do for me, but for what he has already done. And friends, let us not forget that the greatest thing that God has already done is the, at the cross, where our sins are forgiven and death has lost its victory forever. And so while it can be a very scary thought, you know, we of course want God to deliver us from death. But when you are a faithful believer, you are also a, a person who will say that, God, I believe that you can deliver me from death, but you can also deliver me through death. Amen. You know, this is, this is real talk. When you, when you hear stories of the persecuted churches, you know, where their faith is truly on the line, where, where you know, people are, are dragged out, tortured to, to deny their faith and yet they stand strong. You know, they will risk being thrown into prison and tortured than to give up their faith. You know, they are saying that we will not because our God is able and he will save us. But even if he does not immediately intervene, we will not bow down. In other words, my faith, 
in God. This is what faithfulness is. My faith in God is not attached to anything else except Jesus. Amen. We live in a world where there's like, I don't know, you know, Apple Plus, Disney Plus, iPhone Plus, but there is no such thing as Jesus Plus. There is no Jesus plus my miracle. No, it's Jesus and Jesus alone. And that is, is real, you know, faith. And that is real faithfulness. Faithfulness means that, you know what, my faith is, is not on what God can do for me. It is not, you know, wrapped around our own agenda. And, you know, in the scripture that we just read, if you're not careful, you could have missed it. Because this was exactly what King Nebuchadnezzar wanted his people, his entire kingdom and empire to do. You know, a little bit of context here is this, that the Babylon was, you know, in ancient times, the kind of like one of the world's, uh, you know, most powerful superpowers. It was pluralistic. The empire was vast. There were people who spoke, you know, different languages, uh, but also from different backgrounds, you know, worshipping different gods. And to kind of like bring the kingdom together in unity, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was not asking to forsake their God. He's just saying that when the music plays, bow down and worship this gold image. In short, the challenge against them was not just to worship any other God, but to worship an extra God. You know, and, and so many times, that's what we've been tempted by. That's what, you know, the devil, the enemy sometimes tempts us with. It's not asking us to, to give up our faith. It's to ask us to add on to our faith something that's not of God. Do you understand? You know, Nebuchadnezzar was asking the people of Babylon, you can continue to live how you want, practice whatever you want, you know, but, but this you must add on. This worship of the gold image, you must add on. You know, in fact, this shall be, you know, the, 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 the first in your life. And then, you know, privately and secondary, you can have your other gods and stuff like that. But every time there's music, bow down and worship this. And so many times as Christians, we too fall prey for this. You know, unknowingly over time, it's not just Jesus and, and, and his love for us. It's not Jesus and the finished work on the cross. You know, it, it becomes Jesus and, 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 and you, know, you know, a promotion. And, and, and Jesus and a girlfriend. Jesus and a boyfriend. Jesus and money. Jesus and healing. Jesus and, 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 and blessing. And, and friends, you can't have that. You can't have this other false idol. Will you, friends, in this new year, love Jesus for Jesus? Amen. You know, it's time to, to start a new year by throwing away the idols. Because this is what, you know, what happened with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They go like, you know what? We love God. We stand for Him. We believe that He is more than able to deliver us and He will. But even if he does not choose to do it this way as we imagined it, we will not compromise because our faith in him is in him and in him alone, in Christ alone, not in Christ and success, not in Christ and comfort. Many times as a pastor, I've met a lot of people who walk away from church because they say things like, you know what, I, I, I believe, I pray, and, 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 
you know, something bad happened. You know, I prayed for a miracle and it didn't happen. You know, I, 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 I love God. I tithe, but I lost my job. And because of that, God's not real. Because of that, I'm angry at him. Because of that, you know, he's not worth my time. Friends, that's wrong. You cannot equate, you cannot add on to God something that, that, you know, doesn't belong there. You know, he is God and God alone. That's what being faithful is. That's what it is, friends. And I pray that in this new year, let us be people that will, will, will come back to that place and, and pray and say that God make my faith pure again. Help me to put my trust in Jesus and Jesus alone. Never God plus something else. Amen. Love God for God. And I hope that in this new year, we will be able to embark into the rest of the year with this mature outlook, with this mature attitude towards faith. So no matter what will come your way this year, let your first response be, our God is able and he will. And let your second response be faithfulness and go like, but even if he doesn't, I am happy. Even if he doesn't, I am loyal. Even if he doesn't, I will not bow down to the ways of this world. Even if he doesn't, you know, Christ is more than enough for me. God is more than enough for me. Amen. You know, because because the truth is this, that, you know, we don't know what will happen for the rest of the year. But when we can put our faith in the one that cannot change and, and cannot be shaken, his name is Jesus, then no matter what the rest of the year, uh, you know, tries to throw at us, we too, because we put our faith in the one that cannot be shaken, we too will not be shaken. Amen. So this year, be full of faith. And I mean it, be full of faith. You know, don't ever think that, you know, it's, it's too childish to, to always hope for the best. No. The Bible says, Jesus says, to have faith like a child, to have childlike faith. Let this year be a balance of that. Let us not stop being childlike in our hope and in our optimism towards God. You know, when I was a kid, I, 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 I literally, you know, and I think all of us at one time or the other have experienced this, that when we were truly young, very young, we thought our parents were invincible. We thought that, you know, they, they could do anything and everything. I still remember one time when I started going to school, the first few weeks, uh, I had trouble, you know, copying down everything on the blackboard. I wrote a little bit too slow. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was, you know, before... I could finish copying down homework assignment. It was already erased by the teacher to, to write down more and, and, and stuff like that. But I rested in the fact that, you know what? I, 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 I missed it, but, but my, my, my mom knows everything. My dad knows everything. And of course, I went home to discover that, nope, my mom and my dad don't know everything. They can't see the future. They, they can't know what was erased on the blackboard. <laughs> but that's all earthly mom and earthly dad. When it comes to God, he does know everything and he can do everything. Nothing is impossible for him. He is able and he will. It sounds childish, but that's the balance. Never stop having childlike faith. In the same way we once thought that our parents you know, could do anything. Well, our parents can't, but God can. 
Amen. But secondly, let us have a mature response. Be full of faith, but be faithful. Faithfulness means that even if it doesn't, even if he does not, I will still follow Jesus to the grave. He is still Lord over all. It's not the, no, he is not the problem. It's just my understanding is the problem. And you know what? I'm going to keep trusting in him. That's real maturity, that we grow mature in our, our trust in God, but we never lose our childlike positivity and faith and outlook and attitude towards him. Amen. And, and, you know, I know I, I promised to say that I only gave you two points and, and even as I'm preaching this, you know, uh, you know, if I can throw away a bonus, third point is this, be ready for the fire. Be ready for the fire because as you can see that it was a fire that led them to make this bold statement and they believed that God was able and he will deliver them from the king and from the fire. And even if he does not, we will not compromise. And you know what's the interesting thing? Did God deliver them? Yes. But did they escape the fire? No. Did God abandon them? No. But did God, you know, meet them exactly like how they imagined that they would be safe? No. But is it a combination of both? Yes. When they were in the fiery furnace, God was in there with them. And while they were in the fire, they were delivered from the flames of the fire. And ultimately, ultimately, while they didn't escape the fire, the fire didn't touch them. And ultimately, even the king and all the wise people of the land had to bow down and worship the one true God. And the, and the king, you know, the, 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 this is one of those few instances in the Old Testament where there were sightings of, 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 of Jesus and, and even the king saw this and the fourth one was walking with them. You know, he, he had the appearance of the Son of God. You know, there was something about him, there was something more than just supernatural about this, this fourth one that was walking in their midst. And friends, you know, what I mean by be ready for the fire is this, that in this year, there will be challenges. But in every challenge, I believe that, you know, it is going to be the combination of these two things. The combination, the belief that our God is able and the faithfulness to, to stick and to God, regardless of what happens, that creates this miracle. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying, friends? You know, that, that in a way, uh, both statements uh, that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego declared came true. Did God deliver them? Yes. But at the same time, it also wasn't the way they initially envisioned it because they believed that our God is able to deliver us from you, O King, and He will. And He did. But He did it in the fire. Amen. I noticed that God always does things in the fire, but he also promises us to be in the fire with us and, and, and throughout the duration of the fire. You notice that, that, that you know, the, the presence of God was with them in the fire until that they were called out. And they could see that there was not, nothing untouched. They, they weren't even, they didn't even smell like smoke. 
And this is the power of the protection of God. But just because God protects you doesn't mean that we don't have to go through fires. So this year, I'm not sure what might come your way, uh, but I believe that God will use fires. But it is in the fire that this testimony was fully developed. It is faith that leads us to the fire and faithfulness that leads us out of the fire. Amen. And that's why I wanted to give us these two main points. Be full of faith. And your full of faith, friends, won't always lead you away from problem. Will God use your full of faith? Oh, God is able to heal and He will. And then you receive your healing. Yeah, of course, God can do anything. But a lot of times, our declaration of faith will immediately lead us into the fire. But that doesn't mean that our declaration of faith is wrong. It means that God wants to show off in the fire. Amen. And it is our faithfulness that allows us to endure the fire and walk out of it unharmed. Faithfulness to God. Amen. Jesus and nothing else. Amen. Praise God. Well, that's my sharing for us today. And I hope that this has blessed you, this has encouraged you, and this has helped you to frame or reframe how you were looking at the rest of this year. Would you allow me to pray? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to open your word. Thank you, Lord, that you are able and you will. But even if, Lord, we will not compromise. But even if you do not show up the way we uh, were hoping, doesn't mean that you will not show up. Amen. Hallelujah. So God, I pray and I declare, Lord, for every church member, anyone that's watching right now, I pray that you fill our hearts full of faith again in you. Lord, make us like a child again. Remind us that we are, Lord. Lord, compared to you who is eternal, no matter how old we are, we are forever children. And Lord, help us, Lord, to have childlike, innocent faith. Lord, believing in the, in the undefeatable nature of our God and Savior. Always looking to you with hope, joy, and love. But Lord, also help us to grow in faithfulness, Lord. Believing that, Lord, just because you didn't show up in the way we were hoping, doesn't mean that you will not show up, Lord, even if it doesn't happen like how we imagine it. Lord, we will not bow down. We will not back down. We will not lose faith. We will keep believing because you are the God who loves us and gave his best in his son, Jesus Christ, for us. Lord, thank you. I pray that faith and faithfulness, these two statements will become like the jet engines that will propel us into the rest of the year. And God, I declare over everyone listening and watching right now, Lord, I declare that God, you are able to heal any disease that we are struggling with right now. You are able to free us from any addiction that we are stuck in right now. You are able to save even the most stubborn of hearts in our midst and in our lives right now. You are able to speak. You are able to touch. You are able to, to, to do anything. God, I declare this year to the year of possibility. This year to the year of testimony. I declare that 
Oh, receive that in the name of Jesus. Our God is able. But even if, Lord, we will continue to trust and believe that a delay is not a denial. Just because the miracle comes in a different form doesn't mean that it is not from you. And Lord, ultimately, even if we receive no miracle as we think it to be, Lord, let our faithfulness be the miracle. Let our faithfulness be the miracle. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. Praise God. Friends, before I really wrap up this time, I just want to give people in our midst here who you don't know Jesus. Maybe you've been coming, but you've yet to give your life to him. Friends, I want to tell you, you know, Jesus, he is the unshakable one. He is dependable. Even in the Old Testament, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were three young men caught in an impossible situation. They believed wholeheartedly that their God was more than able to deliver them, and he did in the fire and through the fire. Jesus is the one that will walk into our pain and walk into our shame and he will take it upon himself. And that's exactly what he did on the cross. When he died for us, he died taking on the burden of our shame, our sin. And when he died, he died for us. You know, instead of us paying the price, paying the penalty, being punished for all the wrong things we will ever do, Jesus took it upon himself and not just our sins, the sins of the whole world. And when he rose again, he rose again for the whole world, declaring that whoever who believes in him now shall not perish, but receive eternal life. Christianity is about people who put our faith in God. We are full of faith, believing that our God is able to forgive us, able to save us. And Christianity is also about faithfully living the rest of our lives, uh, in wanting to be changed and transformed more like God so that more people around us can know that Jesus is real because, you know, he, he, we become living proofs that God is working and walking among us. Amen. So friends, if that's you and today you feel God knocking at the door of your heart and you truly want to surrender your life to him in a while, we're going to pray a prayer together. I encourage you. I invite you. Come on, don't procrastinate anymore. The best thing you can do to start this year off is to say yes to Jesus. Would you say yes to him? Let us pray. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.